Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year for paedophile movies. Surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. Let's start with Plato, the allegory of the cave. Before you see his shadows, then your reality's enslaved. Question, why do you believe the things that you believe? What's a fact? Can you recognize when you're deceived? Idiot box in every home used to tell a vision programming viewers. Playing watched in repetition, low frequency signals. Piggybacked on transmission, psychotronic torture. Manchurian politicians, psychological warfare. Propaganda weapons, Nazi scientists, recruitment is what Kevin Shit mentions. Operation Paperclip, Mockingbird, MK Ultra. Is Disney owned Marvel or is Disney owned by Hydra? The big six drive narratives and agendas glorified by entertainment. Industry pretenders, Hollywood channel spells, controlling the masses. CIA content funneled by information assassins. Stepping at shadows, guided by the Lord's might. The truth must be learned, it's not a birthright. And in darkness, we are heading into the light. The great awakenings upon us, salvation's in sight. Stepping at shadows, guided by the Lord's might. The truth must be learned, it's not a birthright. And in darkness, we are heading into the light. The great awakenings upon us, salvation's in sight. There's no fame without control, no deal without your soul. Billy Eilish, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, all soul. The White Rabbit down the rabbit hole. Tom Cruise, Will Smith, Tom Hanks, all enrolled. He signed all CNI, the pyramids and morning stars. Satanic cabal symbols reveal who they are. Anton LaVey, Michael Aquino, Temple of Set, the Church of Scientology, Lee Ramini left. Bill Cosby, Kevin Spacey, and Polanski all arrested. R. Kelly, Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein all arrested. The rape of two coins is an open LA secret. So Charlie Sheen, Gunn, and Singer will have to reap it. It's a den of parasites feasting on the blood of children. Calling Amber Alert, Laura Silsby, Haitian orphans, Ox, Bam, Orgies, Chelsea Wedding, Diverted Millions, Peterson, Berwin, Laura Dead before a deficit. The Shepherd out of Shadows, guided by the Lord's might. The truth must be learned, it's not a birthright. And in darkness, we are heading into the light. The great awakenings upon us, salvation's in sight. The Shepherd out of Shadows, guided by the Lord's might. The truth must be learned, it's not a birthright. And in darkness, we are heading into the light. The great awakenings upon us, salvation's in sight. And huge organizations claim to be child protectors. Why are so many founded by sexual offenders? Easy prank, Alison Mack, Bronfman, Nexium, CPS, Nambla, Pedophile, Lucifer, Gates, WikiLeaks, emails, Pizzagate, Disclosed, Comet, Pink, Pong, Clinton, that Podesta, both exposed, Blue Triangles for boys, Pink Hearts for the girls, Liz Clark, and breaks the story wide open on the world. So explain the code words, handkerchiefs, pizza for an hour, spirit cooking dinners, and black magic power, cannibalistic all work. Bill Moore Mansion pools, international traffic rings run by the elite rules. Chester Bennington, suicide or murder, Isaac Cappy, Nancy Schaefer, status quo disturbers, Mike Smith and Brand Martin, documentary precursors, lifting the veil of ignorance from everyday observers. Stepping out of shadows, guided by the Lord's might, the truth must be learned, it's not a birthright, and in darkness we are heading into the light, the great awakenings upon us, salvation's in sight. Stepping out of shadows, guided by the Lord's might, the truth must be learned, it's not a birthright, and in darkness we are heading what up fuckers welcome back to another edition of the patriot party podcast i am the mick and with me tonight is of course my beloved v lynn welcome back patriots 
We also have a special guest, uh, as we are doing more of a swap cast tonight. Tonight's going to be uh, hopefully an hour and a half of just bullshitting. Um, I'm praying because I ain't got shit written down, so I'm fucked <laughs> It's going to be way. a little different from our normal crazy political black pill podcast. It's going to be more fun. But with us tonight, we also have uh, Kyle from the Big Dumb Podcast. Uh, he is joining us without PUDs. Uh, we didn't get PUDs, unfortunately. Damn. We'll, we'll all get together <laughs> soon enough. Yeah, I'm sure well, that'll happen in the future. Well, he's playing adult softball, so I'm not really mad. You know What a homo. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> yeah, dude. So I told him a couple of weeks ago, I was like, hey, man, I'd really like to you know, start doing two shows a week because he's off on Mondays. He works in the, at a bar, so he's got Mondays off and Thursday nights off. So I was like, dude, let's bump it up to two shows a week. And he was like, cool. And then like the next day, he was like, dude, I actually just uh, I signed up for an adult softball league on Monday nights. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like that's if it was something cooler, I'd be OK like- with it. Dodgeball. I would be okay with dodgeball. dodgeball. If you signed up for an adult bowling. dodgeball league. Bowling. <laughs> Anything but adult softball. And I was like, one, you didn't invite me. And two, it's adult softball, dude. So. I mean, but, what is it? Know, we love him. We love him. Is I mean, I, I feel bad kind of making fun of him because we haven't actually formally met yet, but oh, it's um, okay. yeah, no, I, I can't know. Help it. I kind of can't help it though. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. I think it is slow pitch. So, so they do the big arc and like somebody's out there like throwing the ball, like fucking minor league and shit. Yeah. I mean, there, it is a, there is a technique to it. I mean, my parents played adult softball when I was growing up. So like, you know, no offense to those who do it, but I mean, I just like really, you're going to go do that instead of doing the show. So, but it's all good, man. He'll, he's almost done. It's a quick little league, but yeah. And we'll all get together soon. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Well, I imagine it's going to be boiling hot in Texas pretty soon, right? You're in Texas. Yeah. I think we're supposed to have our first 90 day tomorrow. Um, Whoa. and then right. uh, we it, haven't even hit the nineties yet. Yeah, week it's ago, almost May 1st. So at least usually when it hits us a week ago, it was, it froze two nights in a row. Like we had just put yeah. a garden and shit and then everything's dead now. So, well, that's because, you know, the government is out for Texas. So they're using harp weather patterns against you and trying to freeze you out. Yeah. Well, it's also satellites. I mean, they use the satellites too. Come on now. If we're going to go down the conspiracy hole already. Let's start with the satellites because those fuckers are up there watching us. Uh, apparently, there was a drone strike right across the street from Roger Stone the other day. I heard about that. Isn't that some crazy a shit? Weird. Right? Yeah. Did you guys anyway. hear about that? Uh, I mean, just recently, uh, they said, oh, Russia attacked a base a u.s base or ally or something with a directed energy weapon and that was the headline and then it went into Jewish lasers from space, a russian lasers from space yeah the yeah, russian not, not Jewish. yeah not Jewish. well they were like it was uh the, the article just talked about the politics and i was like no one's gonna address the fucking directed energy weapons like you're just admitting it you know but they don't go into any detail it's just i'm like what the fuck they're not apparently they're not all in the open now well, I mean, they, they'd be, I mean, we've obviously seen that they've come become more in the open, so it's not, it, that's nothing new. They have. And, um, that brings us to the song we opened with, uh, we, that is correct. We stumbled we cannot, upon that this afternoon. Yes, we found it. So we, uh, we took a field trip today. I convinced Mick to drive eight hours to go see some stones in the middle of nowhere. No joke. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, but oh, yeah, I'm excited uh, to hear about that. Yeah, on the way back. Um, we were looking for a song to open tonight and, and we were looking for an Oscar song because of, of course the Oscars went off tomorrow. Not that anybody watched it. I think all of the Biden voters watched it all 9.8 million of them. That, that was about it. Um, so there was a song on there from, I don't know, it was called like Wuhan flu or something. Um, but I found this other song 
from this uh, Count Bluntus. And the album is called Red Pill EP. He's done, he did five songs, uh, put it out in the spring of last year. And let me tell you, we, I think we're going to use his five songs like in the next five episodes because they are at least, ass. at least. And kick they're ass. all red pill songs. And uh, Count Bluntus is up in New York. He's out in New York City. He is a, uh, where, uh, he's, Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. Yep. And, uh, well, I used to live in the Bronx. V. Lynn used to live in Queens. So between the two of us, we have him surrounded on either side. But uh, <laughs> so we're trying to rope him in. We're trying yeah. to rope him in. I feel like I've heard that name that before. Him. Count Bluntus. I've heard that sounds familiar. And I mean, yeah. And I was I spent some time in New York as well. And it's I mean, gl- just be glad you're where you're at. You know. What I mean? Oh, we are. We are definitely oh, glad. We are. Even though George is still kind of on the iffy side right now. On the purple side. We'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So yeah, the, that, the that, that, side. yeah. that song so, was awesome though. Like I was just immediately bopping to it during the intro. So we'll have to check and it was just, it was hysterical that he started out with Ricky Gervais and Ricky Gervais wasn't asked to come back and do the Oscars this and year. That's literally what like, I woke up to this morning. Shit, that's hysterical. On my Twitter feed was a, a tweet from Ricky Gervais. Um, and it was like, did I, did I say something wrong? Was it something I said? Yeah. It was what tweet said and, and yeah. it was a link to his, uh, his blast from last year, oh, which man. was, I then had to watch because the whole seven minute speech was, just fucking hysterical. hysterical. Yeah. I rewatched it today or yesterday and it fucking cracked me up. I mean, he just tore into them he, and he start he started out going, this is my last year. I don't care anymore. And just <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm going to call y'all out for all the pedos that you are. And they really are. Um, and he hammered him for it too. It was pretty awesome. Oh, their yeah. reactions are the best part. You know, when like Robert De Niro looks over at Tom Hanks, like, are we supposed to laugh? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's because you you don't laugh unless you're guilty. Yeah. And the ones that laughed, they're all guilty. Yeah. And there were hundreds laughing in that studio. So I give a shit. They're all like, all right, this is funny. That I guess off- I have to awkward laugh. Awkward giggle. Yeah. It's not a real laugh. That's not even a laugh. It's like Kamala Harris. Like, <laughs> No, she doesn't do that. She laughs like the Joker. She laughs like the Joker. Oh, that's a better description. Yeah. You know, like not the Joker, not like uh, Joker Joker from like the 60s and not Joker Joker from, um, I'm talking. No, like Heath Ledger, Peter Joker. No, no, I'm not even talking Heath Ledger, Peter Joker. I'm talking Joaquin Phoenix, the new Joker. Oh, yeah. Have you ever watched that fucking freak laugh? I saw it in theaters, right? And that was like total pre like. Uh, predictive programming with like the riots and everything like that. Um, it was I, awesome. I mean, holy shit. Movie. Can you get any more pre-predictive programming there? I mean, that was like ultimate, like, Hey, we're just going to press this button and watch everything that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just so saying. yeah, that was, that was a little crazy. So, um, I got to say, Kyle, we've been, we've been listening to your podcast for a while now. Um, Janet, turned us on to it because you know Shout i out just, janet i love, love janet we were the people that were with her in dc oh yeah. so when this she, is when she came, when she came on your about. podcast and she was like oh the people i was with in dc and and or maybe, i don't know maybe i actually was, called her the there. day after i heard it and i was like hey you can name drop i mean you know that we don't give a fuck so just name <laughs> drop us we're trying to get more <laughs> listeners just like everybody else is in this community and she was like 
well, I didn't want to unless I talked to you. And I was like, Janet, please. Seriously. Like, yeah. you like yeah. literally like drove it would have up been, to DC It would have been so us. much better have been like, oh, I was with Mick and V. Lynn from the Patriot Party podcast. And, you know, yeah. Mick showed me around DC and, and V. Lynn was running around like a crazy person. and Talking to everybody <laughs> and petting every dog that she could find. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like her. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, it was a blast. But, um, and I, I, we listened to her podcast today too. That was, uh, Oh, that was a hard one. That was, a, that was a rough one. Um, the one she dropped today, it was, uh, that was interesting, but we had a, we got to spend a, a good bit of time together because Mick and I have pretty crazy schedules. So he's a, he's a firefighter and I run a hotel and, Oh, um, wow. Hey, yeah, thanks so, for your, you know, thanks for what you do, man. Appreciate that. Um, he that also, he also installs garage doors. So if, you know, if yours is broken, um, He's not coming to Texas. I'm not coming to Sorry. Texas because I'm pretty sure my boss isn't paying for that one. <laughs> but between the two of us, we work, you know, six out of seven days and it's very rare that yeah, we get a day off it. together. That's nice. So this morning I, uh, or last night I came home and I was like, Hey, I want to go see the Georgia Guidestones. And he was like, the what? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're, you have been deeper into this community for a hell of a lot longer than I have. How do you not know about the Georgia Guidestones? And he was like, tell me about the Georgia Guidestones. So, uh, Dude, of course, come on, you're slacking. <laughs> no, well, and that's the way she made it sound. But then when we got up there, right? So listen, we drove all the way up there, right? And we get I, I mean, there. it is four hours. And uh, it is a ways from here. Not that far. I mean, it's not that bad. It, it, was, a, bad. it was a good ride. But uh, we get up there and uh, we literally show up on this hilltop and there is nothing there. There's nobody there. There's no cars. There's no other like visitors. There's a chain link fence around it with an We're open literally gate. by ourselves. We pull in and she's like, well, I got to pee. And I was like, well, there's trees over there. <laughs> yep. That's where I went. And I so no she shame. had to go off into the wood line, that's take that happen. Right and I'm sitting there and I'm walking around these things going, okay, what the fuck are we doing here? I mean, <laughs> is this supposed to talk to me? Is this supposed to say something to me? Oh, yeah, that's exactly. I was waiting for some fucking shit. Like I was waiting for John Travolta to pop out of your poster behind you and like tap me on the shoulder and go, hey, dickhead, yeah. you're supposed to like hear this. What am I hearing? Well, you didn't go on the solstice. That's the problem. That's when it lines up perfectly. Well, it does. Actually, there's actually yeah. like <laughs> viewing, there's, there's like viewing holes in the whole bit. Like you can see the North Star at night. And actually, I was waiting for a specific time. But then we had a bunch of weirdos show up and they got out of their cars and they were like wearing masks and shit. And I was like, nope, not hanging the, around. The for first this. run from those people were pretty cool. Yes. But the rest of them and it was weird because we got there at like 1230 in the afternoon. And there was not a car, not a soul nope. in sight. And then like- I could have literally taken a shit in there and walked away. 10 minutes after we got there, like one car pulls up. Yep. And these two old people came out and they were pretty cool. And then another guy comes up. Uh, he was a bit of a weirdo. He he was conspiracy he started, theorist, but on the anti-Semite side. Yeah, that was he a rough was one. really anti-Jew. Yeah, he really like, was. Wow. He was like, the Jews are going to kill everybody. And I was like, oh, okay. No, um, no, that's not really no, accurate. No. But. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then like a mother daughter showed up and they yep. were both wearing, wearing masks and I was like, yeah. And then a whole nother family, like in their car. Yeah. This is the thing. Like when I see that shit, I'm like, okay, you don't have to wear a sign that you voted for Joe Biden. We oh, they rolled you- up in the car with their masks on. <laughs> <Wearing> <laughs> yeah. their masks. Oh dude. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, that's when you run. Are- yep. Yeah. So, so that's when we, well, we stayed for a while. Um, so if, if our you, listeners you, haven't heard yeah, about it. Can you explain Guidestones. like what it, cause I've seen pictures, but like, is how big is it once you're actually there? But like, it's for actually, your listeners who don't know what it is, break that down. Just like, for technical 
yeah, turn, so, so everybody can understand. First of all, they stand about 18, 18 feet tall. Holy is shit. the normal size of the stone, okay? The stone itself weighs a little over, uh, was it 122 a tons? A quarter million pounds of granite. Yeah, of granite. And they're granite. They're so, carved out of blue granite. They are twice as tall as Stonehenge. Yeah. Holy shit. They're big stones. They're not small. I mean, the guy who bought them, and I guess it's been estimated that possibly the person, Mr. Christian or R.C. Christian, as he's been called, yeah. is Ted Turner. Um, or, possibly. or someone from the Rosicrucian Society. Yeah, there's a bunch of... Or, I know the Rosicrucian. Okay, so, so everybody so knows. Let me, let me tell you all about the Georgia Guidestones. So um, this, is, this is just some craziness. Um, they're known as the American Stonehenge. It's a massive granite structure. Um, it's kind of by Athens, in between Athens and Atlanta in Georgia, literally in the middle of nowhere on a hill. The only thing in sight were cows and I mean, I could hear cows mooing and, you know, some rolling hills and whatnot, the good Georgia clay. Well, it's in Alberton, Georgia. Alberton, and it's Georgia. the tallest point in Alberton, Georgia. Yeah, toward, tallest point in the county. Um, so <laughs> no one knows who paid for them. No one knows exactly what they're meant. Uh, but he- here's what it says. This is written in eight different languages, um, English, Swahili, Russian, Spanish, Sanskrit, Hebrew, Arabic, and Chinese. Okay. And they say, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a new living language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature leave room for nature. And that is inscribed in the granite from top to bottom um, in eight different languages. So one of the reasons that I wanted to go up there is because I wanted to see if, at least in the four languages that Mick could read, if it was actually the same words on every slab. That just sparked me. And there's another reason for that. We'll talk about that Which in a little bit. there were four, there, the four languages that I could read, obviously they, Spanish, English, um, Russian and well, it's not Russian, it's Cyrillic and then uh, Arabic. And of those four languages, they were written exactly the same way. So I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing here. I'm sitting here picking my nose, looking at this thing. going, (laughs) What in the fuck am I doing here? So as the story goes in 1979, this very well-dressed, well-spoken gentleman showed up at uh, a granite company in Alberton, Georgia, and he presented himself as RC Christian And he requested a quote on the project and the granite person thought he was just a crazy nut and quoted him a ridiculous price. And Mr. Christian didn't bat an eye and paid for it. No problem. And he presented the builders with a shoebox containing a wooden model of the monument with 10 pages of extremely detailed specifications. And he said that they had been working on this for 20 years, meaning they started in the 59 thereabouts. It would be 58, 59. 58, 59, right. Um, so no one knows who paid for it. Uh, part of the deal was that they had to 
swear never to divulge the identity of who paid for it, um, to get rid of all legal documents concerning it after the fact. There is supposedly a time capsule buried right next to it uh, under another slab. And we read what's on the time capsule and it describes the Georgia Guidestones and, and shows a diagram and uh, what language is on which slab. And then it says time capsule was buried here on and no date to be opened on with no date. Oh, so that was, fuck? that's very, very weird too. Um, that's what we said. And then on top of that, the, the, the piece of stone that it's buried under is two tons itself. The piece of stone that's under, that's supposedly where the time capsule is under is two tons. So I'm confused as to how the fuck they put the time, the time capsule under there to begin with, other than that they did it initially upon construction. I mean, they would have had to. I mean, that's the only thing that would make sense. And then on top of that, they have that in there. And then, then it says, we read in whatever you're reading yeah. that it may or may not be in that exact location. It may be in another location that might have nothing to do with, the guidestones whatsoever. So hmm. we're like, uh, we have no idea if it's there or not. If I so, had to put my tinfoil hat on and say why they, there's no dates. I mean, the whole thing's fucking nuts, but the dates on the time capsule specifically, my yeah. first thought goes to the, they'll bury it. If it's not already buried after they, you know, complete their, uh, begin their, you know, plan to eliminate everybody or whatever it may be. And then the date later than that, you know, will be, kind of an inspiration for them to maintain those guide stones or those guidelines. I don't know. That sounds. That's actually not a bad theory. Yeah. Um, like maybe it hasn't started yet. Possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, so, the whole point some is of the like other theories, the 500 on. million. I mean, the 500 million is a pretty exact number. I mean, it's this is not below like, 500 million. Yeah, I yeah. know, but that's an exact like yeah. number. That's something that people are like, is it, I mean, you, you read off some interesting theories, read off the, the theories you read, because I was like, one of them, I was like, yeah, maybe. So uh right-wing pundit, Mark Dice claims they are of a deep satanic origin and that RC Christian was a member of a Luciferian secret society with ties to the new world order. Um, and he urged that the guidestones be smashed into a million pieces. He said the elite are planning to develop successful life extension technology in the next few decades that will nearly stop the aging process. And they fear that with the current population of Earth so high, the masses will be using resources that the elite want for themselves. Mm -hmm. The Guidestones are the New World Order's Ten Commandments. They are also a way for the elite to get a laugh at the expense of the uninformed masses, as their agenda stands as clear as day and the zombies don't even notice. Hmm. Uh, that one struck me because that's kind of what we talk about all the time. Uh, maybe not so much on the podcast, but at least on other podcasts and Kind of in the Together. back of your head, you kind of feel that, though, you know? Y yeah. Which part? The zombie part or the part that they're just going to eliminate us all? Um, well, for me, it's the it's the first one. Or, I mean, I could see both, you know, that it's it's a lot easier. Oh, here's the thing. Could they? We know they have the means to eliminate people en masse, but they can't just do that. You know what I mean? I think they'd rather have the slave labor or the zombies, you know, as slave labor, um, then, and, you know, I, in my th my theory is like, we'll be eating bugs living in a pod in 20 years. You know what I mean? 
like, just working, clicking, and doing. Your I don't know if that's culture. a bad thing, though. You will own nothing, and you will. You'll like be it. happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. See, that's where I fight back. So, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what they yeah. want for us. That we'll own nothing and we'll like it. That's we okay. Won't care you, enough. You all deal with that. I'm not. I I know that that won't work for you. Um, another one. Uh, conspiracy theorist Van Smith. I love how they label people. Conspiracy even theorist, in this article, yeah. right? Hey, just wear you know it what? proudly. I'm, wear it proudly. I, I was going to say, I'm. I am proud to be a conspiracy theorist because I'll tell you what, a whole shit ton of conspiracy theorists have recently been turned into conspiracy facts. Um, Alex Jones conspiracy has been right. Truthers. Yeah. So anyway, Van Smith says that the Guidance Stones were uh, the pet project of a white supremacist from Iowa who sought to establish a total totalitarian one girl one world government i cannot talk you today you cannot talk I, seriously i, I had to I say that over that word like four times today. today it's crazy anyway he also says that encoded in the guidestone structure is the numerical value in feet of dubai's burj khalifa the world's tallest building he says this proves that the planners intended the burj khalifa to be the new tower of babel Babel. I did what? that too. God. What the fuck? <laughs> that would usher in the okay, dawning of a new era. One more time. Hold on. It's <laughs> Babel Hunt uh, and totalitarian. Fine. Babel totalitarian. I will babble all day long I know. in a totalitarian state. <laughs> we know. We all know. And now Kyle knows. Oh, he says this proves that the planners intended the Burj Khalifa to be the new tower of Babel that would usher in the dawning of a new era in which man can become God. So wait a minute. Hold on. So Let's just do the math. I'm just going to do the math on this real quick, okay? Because you've seen the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. I know. I've been in We're there. I know. Um, The Burj Khalifa is how tall? I don't know. It just says it's the tallest tallest building in the world. It is the tallest building. I have no idea how tall it is. It has a one that. The one in Dubai that uh, yeah, the that, spiral uh, that goes up and it Mission Impossible movie on. Correct. It's it's got 246 floors in it. It's in Fast and Furious too. Yes, it was in Fast and Furious. There you go. They ran the they. Isn't it sad that we know everything by movies? <laughs> no, you know it by hot guys. That's all you know. <laughs> you're right, I do. Because you were watching them for the dudes with the abs. You're <laughs> damn skippy. You fucking weirdo. It's the only reason I watched Anywho, Aquaman so like three times. 200, Jesus. 246 floors, okay? So if you figure every floor is 10 feet, right? Mm-hmm. Roughly. Normally every floor is 10 feet. So 246 by times 10 is... 2,460, right? I'm so proud of you. So you did math in your so head. <laughs> 2,460 feet, right? Each one of those stones is 18 feet high with a four foot. No, it was, yeah, it was with a four or well, five foot. It, it said it, it was encoded in the guidestone structure. Okay. Well, and the structure of it is 18 feet tall stones by four and a half foot wide by four and a half foot wide times four times. Five foot. Yeah, you're not doing that. Capstone. You're, you're not. So doing that's that your five, four, twenty, twenty-eight. Yeah, it's thirty-two. So that's grand total of thirty-two feet. So if you think about it, to the spire probably of the Grand Khalifa, yeah, it's about thirty-two hundred feet. Thirty-two would be pretty close. That's not bad. I mean, if that's what he, I Is mean, it, if he believes it, could it be more in like how the stones are laid out? in some way, like some sort of symbol, how the stones, are they in sort of spiral? It's, it's really weird because the way the stones are laid out, they're laid out in a, uh, so if you imagine a circle. Mm-hmm. It's like a spiral. If you draw a circle and then you go in four directions right to the middle, like from four corners, you like draw an X. Um, you draw that X and in the middle, you put another stone 
and then at the top you put a capstone on top of that circle. Okay? But they didn't. They weren't flush like a cross. They were yeah. They're tilted they're, a little. They're, they're angled. Yeah. They're angled like an X. So if you draw a circle, draw an X, and then in the middle erase the lines of the X and just have that open little spot there and put a square in there and then put a big square on top of it. That's what it looks like if you were looking straight down at it. Huh. And the stones themselves have been already defaced. People have come in. They graffiti. Graffiti. Yeah, it. they were like but death dude, to the world, new, new world, new, new world order. I noticed it because I was looking at all the stones and like one of the stones has a four by four, what looked like a four by four cube cut out of it. And I was like, what the fuck? And then we read about it. And apparently a guy stole like a, a piece of one of the stones. Yeah. He took the stone. And then he went to go put it back. And the reason- And the cops caught him putting it back. And he said- he didn't want to bear the weight of the stone anymore. It was like, what? Yeah. Well, so I, I read that on the way up and I, I really wanted to go up there because I wanted to feel the energy and make things some crazy metaphysical, whatever. Um, but no, I just said I'm metaphysically wrinkle free. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Meg and I have gotten into some pretty, deep discussions about timelines and the butterfly effects and the Mandela effect and all that. So he's, he's not quite as straight non-conspiracy as everyone thinks, but, um, or really it's not that he's non-conspiracy. He, he knows what's the truth and what's actually conspiracy. So when yeah, he talks about things, shit, it's because you know? he knows of the truth. Yeah. Well, well, no, cause actually on our way up, we were listening to, uh, your new group cast, I guess you could call it the Jackass Society. And we want to be part of the Jackasses because Thanks, dude, the we, Jackasses. Yes. <laughs> we kind of feel that we Fucking have some, love it. The only problem was, is the conversation you guys had, I guess it was last Saturday, this past Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't be a part of that conversation because you guys were talking about, uh, if you haven't heard it yet, I'm going to tell you to go listen to it. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Podbean. It's on all the big platforms. Uh, but uh, primarily, we found it on Apple Podcasts. I found it on your guys' uh, podcast. Yeah. Like, anyway, um, it's a Jackass Society. Go listen to it. It's really funny. Um, uh, for all of our listeners, go listen to it because it is really funny. And they brought up a bunch of good points. But it was really funny because I was sitting there going, because you guys were talking about um, – uh, psyops. Psyops. And I was sitting there and I said, at first I said to V-Line, I was like, well, I can't really agree or disagree with you. Well, actually I said, I couldn't agree with you, but then I was thinking about, it, I was like, well, wait a minute. No, what I was talking about was false flags. You guys were talking about psyops. And it was weird because I have a different, <clears throat> not a different definition. I have the accurate definition for what a false flag is. Perspective about of that, because when I asked them, Hey, can you, can, for our listeners, can you define a psyop? I was hoping somebody would give the military definition of it because um, I've done research into military psyops and they, it, it's a formula that they use. Yeah. And, it, that, it's, and that's it's, what you know. So, I mean. And that's where I was like, it's actually more of a feint. Like we've used it so many times in history. It's not even funny. World War II, for instance, and I was explaining this to VLAN, World War II prior to the invasion. We dumped in mannequins with parachutes that looked like soldiers. They had wooden weapons and they were pushed out of airplanes. We pushed in uh, dummy tanks, all sorts of shit. And it's a feint. So that way they have no idea where the attack's coming from. Well, then all of a sudden uh, we jump in, you know, 101st jumps in the night before D-Day 
uh, into the behind their lines. And at this point, they had already responded to so many of these things. The Germans weren't even responding to it anymore. They didn't give a shit. They were like, whatever, it probably would. And in actuality, no, this one was real people. That's a psychological operation. That is 100% a psycholo- uh, psychological operation. I always bring up, um, and from my own experience, uh, from being alive and fighting in war, we had uh, Baghdad Bob. Baghdad Bob told us, yeah, nobody's in Baghdad. Nobody's fighting in Iraq. Bullshit. We were fucking killing your people left, right, and center. And yet you're broadcasting this shit on TV that we can see while we're there in Iraq. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This guy's full of fucking, what a retard. Get him the fuck out of here. Anyway, that is another form of a psychological operation, teaching people. Anyway. But then we got into, is there a psychological operation going on in the people of the United States right now? Because Well, against the people of the United States. The definition of a psychological operation is an operation to influence a mass number of people. People, yep. Um, in whichever way in a you perspective, and you you always have an end state towards that, a defined narrative. The end state is whatever you want the end state to be. So if you want people to believe, well, Donald Trump didn't win the election, or vaccines are safe and effective. That's another. That is right now an that, ongoing. That is a huge operation. ongoing. I mean, look at all the fucking stars that are on TV. Look at me. I got my I got my injections. I've been I've been nanoized. Everybody knows where I'm at. <laughs> Hey, guess what? I've been nanoized. I got both my injections. I'm good to go. You can track me. But they've always been able to track me because they put all the metal in my body. So fuck them. They honestly, know where all this honestly is. babe, I've recently come to think that they put a lot more than that in your body because I've been doing some crazy research about some CIA shit programs. They were testing on soldiers. I, I think they probably made you the first super soldier, to be quite honest. I'm I'm just saying that. So. It, but well, it, it all went to his dick. That's the... That's why you No, it didn't. That's the problem. <laughs> it went into his brain. <laughs> that is the problem. I'm Irish. Short, shriveled, and I hang to the left. It's not a big deal. I get it. Hey, three inches at 100 miles an hour will do some damage. Hey, <laughs> you're damn right it will. <laughs> See, this is a guy who gets it. I do like him. You're right. I do like him. I told you what. He gets it. But either way, uh, the when I heard all that, I was like, oh my God, these guys, you guys are right there. And the reason I can't be involved in that conversation is because- um, and you it's funny. some stuff that we were talking shouldn't. about the, uh, you, who's the guy, uh, down the rabbit hole, Mitch, uh, uh, Mitch. Mitch. Yeah. Down the rabbit hole. Uh, I, I, I said to Vlan, I said, would it be really funny if I went on his podcast and said, Hey, you know, the rabbit hole that you talk about that you've been down. What if I told you I built the rabbit hole? You dug the rabbit hole. And he was like, and she was like, that would probably fucking blow his mind. And I was like, that's why I can't go into those. I can't talk about that stuff because holy shit, I can literally blow your mind. I can sit there and say, Hey, so this rabbit hole that you're going down, let me tell you about how we built it. Wow. What? (laughs) But that's why like, um, for instance, uh, a lot of people bring this up and I can, I I think I bring, I could say this safely. Uh, I don't know if you're a disbeliever of nine 11. I don't know if you're a believer of nine 11. Uh, was an inside job. So, for instance, she just brought up one of my biggest pet peeves in the world. Um, when people bring that up, and I love when uh, there's actually a name for it, and Hannity actually talks about it all the time. Uh, people who don't know what they're talking about seem most confident when they don't know what they're talking about as compared to when they should know what they're talking about, they're not as confident. Anyway, it's a syndrome. I can't remember what the name of it off. No, I get it. It's, it's a liberal syndrome, generally. But she okay. just brought it up. And 
perfect example of it. And the reason I say that is because uh, a lot of people say, well, 9-11 never happened. Well, I'm not saying it didn't happen. Uh, I'm disagreeing. It, it did and, happen. Um, I have the video and I watched it. I watched My it mom literally it. watched it fall. I, it, I know it happened. I went and fought the war that followed it. Uh, I can tell you that. But did George Bush know about it ahead of time? Did they steal $7 trillion out of Building 7 and then drop that afterwards? Probably, yeah. How do you know that wasn't the mob? Uh, I mean. I, da, ba, da. I'm just asking. How do you know that wasn't the mob? I, I, I'm throwing another possibility out there. Like you said, keep your mind open Absolutely. to all the possibilities until we can disprove exactly that that wasn't the possibility. Yeah. That's all, I'm saying. all I can say for sure about 9-11, because I was uh, six when it happened. <laughs> Um, but I was very aware when I was, when I was young, just cause of, you know, childhood shit. Um, and like, I remember like it was instilled into my brain, you know, they made, we didn't get to leave school that day. They made us sit down and watch it on TV all day as you know, I was six, you know what I mean? They that put on the TV. My mom tried to come get to kids. Yeah. My mom tried to come get me, uh, the, the school was like, no, we're on a emergency lockdown. Like every, you know, cause no one knew what the fuck was going on. And then, you know, my mom, eventually school got out. My mom picked me up and, um, you know, she kept watching it on TV all th- that whole night. Like, I'm going to go give blood. Like, oh my God, I don't know. And I was like, mom, you don't know what's going on. And I, I, was, I didn't say that, but I was just like, mom, no, don't go give blood. You don't, un- Wait, you know what I mean? Just, I, I knew something yeah. was, it was scary. And, you know, as a kid, you're like, no, mom, don't get involved with this. But then as I got older and, you know, watch, you know, loose change or whatever. But all I can say is about 9-11 is it's fishy. Something happened is something happened that day that we don't know. And I mean, just look up for, for what I show people is like, look up on Google, Google plane crashes, right? Google plane crash on images. You'll see fuselage. You'll see wings. You'll see all this stuff. But then Google flight 93 plane crash and it's just dust. You know, so I mean, we can get into the evidence or whatever. That, that part. Whoa, whoa. Now, wait a minute. Stop. Okay. So right there. Now you cross the line that now we're getting to something that I, that one, I, I believe everything about nine. I, I watched what happened at the World Trade Center. I watched the two planes fall, fly into the building. I watched it live on TV. Uh, the first plane we didn't see. I'll be honest. The first plane I didn't see. The second plane, I was down at JRTC in Fort Lee, Fort Polk. Louisiana. And we're there and we were getting ready to deploy somewhere else. And, uh, our OC came in with a TV, which you never fucking see. Cause these guys pretty much pack light because they're like, yeah, I'm only out there for fucking 24 hours. And then my replacement comes in and I'm out. Meanwhile, we're out there for two weeks fucking straight. And it sucks. Cause you're out in the jungle of fucking Fort Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. And it blows. <laughs> and it, this is Tigerland, what Tigerland used to be for all the guys going over to Vietnam. Uh, so there's some really weird fucking vegetation out there. I mean, really fucking weird vegetation. But <clears throat> anyway, so uh, we're there. We're in our tent. And the, he walks in. He slaps this fucking TV down. He's like, hey, did you guys see this? And uh, we start watching no, the news. No, we're in the fucking woods in Louisiana. We see the first plane hit. They had a videotape of the first plane. And then they have a live shot. And while we're watching the live shot, I see the second plane come into frame. I'm like, wait a minute. That looks really low, especially, and I'm from New York. So I was like, that's really low for the Manhattan skyline. And then next thing you know, you watch that plane fly right into the building. Now, understanding that bit inside that building, understanding how fire works now, because I guess I'm a firefighter. So I have to, I 
do understand how shit burns. Understanding probably the temperature at the 83rd floor, uh, especially from some of the remains they found or lack there of remains they found of people that remained after when they cleaned up the site. Um, to this day, they're still finding remains for Christ's sake, and they're still constructing the new spire uh, or the second spire that's supposed to go up in its place. That's supposed to replace what the world trade center was as a monument to them. The whole point of that was like, Whoa, Hey, that's, that's hot. It burned hot. That's indicative of jet fuel. That's indicative of, uh, of a substance that burns hotter than anything that we have on the earth normally. Um, but the flight 93 one, you're absolutely right. Completely agree with that one because where are the plane parts? That was a big question I had. I was like, what was it? Is there a possibility? Is there a possibility that plane was shot down before it even got anywhere near where it crashed in Shanksville? That's another possibility. Yeah, that is an absolute, but even still look up any plane that's ever been shot down. And tell me what you find on the ground. I mean, There's you're still, still going to find debris and wreckage. bodies somewhere. Yes, you're going to find debris. You're going to find bodies. You're going to find wreckage. It doesn't just disappear. And I don't know what they found in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, because it was so far out there in the boonies. There wasn't a whole lot of cameras. It took cameras forever to get out there. If you remember that day, it took, uh, you might not because you were six. But for me, I know for a fact, I did not see an image of Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Until much after, you know, after the NTSB had been out there, after the FBI had been out there, after all these other people that have been collecting shit have been out there. So it was almost a, and when you had, she did a, another thing, what was the white rabbit? White rabbit, thing. yeah. She brought it up during that one and it was about the butterfly effect and we had talked about it. And well, it we goes, did it, the Mandela effect, which the Mandela effect is an offshoot of the butterfly effect. It's pretty near the same thing. Um but it kind of boils down that same road to the energy in which everything's connected. And the fact that if you fluctuate that energy just a little bit, you can change people's perception of time and space where they were at certain times and reality and realities. Yeah. yeah. And all of that shit is connected. And when you think about flight 93, you think for instance, for the longest time, we both, we both grew up in New York city. I, it was uh, what, a couple months ago, you you asked me, you were like, hey, where's the Statue of Liberty at? Where's the Statue of Liberty When at, I Kyle? listened to the, the podcast what? with Nick Hinton it's, on- It's not no on Mercy. Ellis Island. It's not No, there. it's not. Where is it? Um, well, I, mm, it's- I mean, He's not from New York. So I, no, I know he's not. That's why I asked him. I lived there for like a little bit, but I only got into the city a few times. But I know everyone's think like growing up, it's like, oh, it's on Ellis Island, but it's not. It's like next to it. Liberty Island. Liberty Island. Liberty yeah. Island. Yep. And uh, she swears to God it's on Ellis Island. Because I distinctly remember we went on a field trip together, um, Mick and I, because his mother was my fifth grade teacher, which is just a freaky thing. Nice. Yeah. So uh, the first She's time- like, I'm hitting the teacher's son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and, and <laughs> she's not. She's not like that at all. Mick Trust looks me. just like his mother, and he's a pretty good looking man. Um, and so is his you mother. So. Hey, like it. <laughs> still short, straight on the hang to the left. Don't worry about it, guys. If you got anyway, a small dick, you still. Sorry, I just totally diss my mother in law, but I do love her. She's a, um, yeah, I, I'm required to. Anyhow, so we went on a field trip. Um, and it was the first time I met Mick, and we took a school bus down there, and I made him throw up on the bus. That was much fun. And then we got to the Statue of Liberty and uh, we took a boat out and we entered the museum and we went around the museum and people whose 
relatives had come over uh, to Ellis Island. You know, they looked up their names or their, you know, ancestors' names or whatever. And then we left the museum and we went directly into the Statue of Liberty and went up the Statue of Liberty. And I remember this distinctly. I was 10 years old. I literally can remember every single moment of my life from the time that I was five. I remember this distinctly. We did not get on a boat and boat over to Liberty Island, or as my mom said when I asked her, because she's been there many times, we walked. she said they walked across, across like a, a yeah, bridge. bridge. So, um, no, actually, my mom said we got on a boat, and you said we walked, said across, we walked across a, a, a bridge. bridge. Because they had the bridge by the time we were there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, we, we didn't do that. We went right up into the Statue of Liberty. That's nuts. Isn't it? But, but that goes back to your favorite conspiracy, which is... Well, okay. So back back to energy. So how we're all connected and why I wanted to go to the Georgia Guidestones, right? I, I did find one very weird thing at the Georgia Guidestones. And I asked someone else who'd been there, actually a waitress in the restaurant. I was like, did you ever see the little discolored circle about the size of a thumb on each of the stones? And she was like, no, did you read about that online? I was like, no, I found it. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. There's a little black circle on each of these light gray stones. It's not in the same place on each stone. Um, some it's on one side, some it's on the other side, some it's on the edge, but every single one of the stones has it. And when I, I put my finger, I put my thumb on the circle and I put my hand on the stone next to it and the stone was warm and where my thumb one was cold. And it was like, a, it was almost like an electric shock. Like it tingled, like, and it was not a good feeling. It was like a bad energy coming up through my thumb and it hurt for 20, 30 minutes afterwards. It, it was kind of like a, like a residual electric shock. You know, you shock yourself and you can kind of feel it for a while afterwards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was happens when I lick batteries. So yeah, no, I get yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it was, it was, it was just, it was bad energy. Well, but- that's, I mean, that if they, you know, looking at all these, uh, giant, um, megalithic structures and these these giant stone structures from from time everyone thinks how did they put this together and you know i had i've had teachers try to explain it to me and it doesn't make sense but if you go back to like energy and vibration there had to be some way to put this together you know what i mean like it people there's modern day people are kind of messing with vibration and energy and um sound and frequency to actually manipulate space around them um yes so maybe that thumb hole you did you try to pick up the stone from there maybe it was like a weak point where you could lift that bitch right out the ground. i don't know <laughs> my wife is pretty badass but i've never seen her lift 2200 tons i mean that seems a little much or maybe it's like everyone each of the you know bloodlines need the to random people that it. showed up yeah, each of the bloodlines, a descendant needs to stand at the stone and put their thumb in there and grab the stone and it activates like the portal, you know? Well, I mean, that could be. We just have to find five more people with bloodline. We got to find a Rosicrucian. We got to find a knight. Nice what does that make you, you, Lynn? If you felt it. <laughs> um, Are you I guys am, deep state? Well, no, <laughs> just- uh, I am. Now, this is kind of crazy. Um, I've not really talked about this before on a podcast. But so my, 
Yeah, she's about to tell you that she's deep state. That's no. what, that's so, why she's having a problem saying it. Yeah, when I was is like, uh, eight, what are you about uh, to say? Honey? Yeah. <laughs> when I was eight, uh, we went. We lived in London actually for a year, year and a half or so, and we went to visit my mom's family in Germany. My mother was actually born in Germany in Bavaria, and we were with my aunt, uh, my great aunt actually, and she took me aside and she told me the family story. Well, the family story was that my Mine's way more fucked up. On my, actually, on my grandfather's side, so um, it would have been obviously my grandmother's husband, and I was with my grandmother's sister. But she was telling me about my grandfather's side. So my grandfather's great grandmother uh, was the Spanish mistress of Prince Ludwig of Bavaria, who is the son of Emperor Maximilian of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. So, and Prince Ludwig had a number of mistresses and he built little, little chalets all over Austria and Bavaria for them. Um, and we still have a lot of jewelry pieces that have been handed down through the family. In fact, Mick's, Mick wears something that we call the miracle medal that we dated back to the 1500s and Holy we swear shit. it has saved his life. Before that, it, that dates before that because- it goes back as far back as the Rosicrucians, the original Rosicrucians, which is even way back, even before that, because it's a Knight's emblem, a Knight's Templar emblem. And like the War of Roses and all of that. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not, it's really weird. Actually, I'm going to show you in the camera, but, and I know nobody else can see it. So don't fucking <laughs> yell at us. I know we're going to get fucking hate mail. Well, I I'll, can't I'll, see I'll it. take a picture of it and put it on Telegram because it's crazy. So the story behind this medal, my grandfather got this medal right before he went to World War II. His cousin gave it to him. And his cousin swore that it had saved his life. He'd been in a car wreck and everybody else died. And his cousin was thrown from the car and ended up without a scratch on him. And so when my grandfather was going to war, my his cousin gave him this medal, uh, the miracle medal, and it had been passed down through the family. And the tradition that went was that it always went to whomever was going to war because it would save their life. And of my, course, I can't show it like very good. My grandfather told stories about there were plenty of times in World War II where he oh, should wow. have died or his whole unit died and he survived. So at our wedding, which was just three weeks before Mick was about to deploy, my grandfather, who was 86 at the time, had not been sick a day in his life. He took the medal off his neck and he gave it to Mick because he knew Mick was about to deploy. And that was the deployment where Mick almost died, probably should have actually, um, hit his head so hard he'd attached the capillaries from a major artery in his brain. They had to do brain surgery, like in his corpus callosum. I mean, this shit's crazy. They told me 15 years ago he'd be dead in five years. They never expected him to walk again. They never expected him to speak again. Obviously, now he stayed in the army and, and continued, but we 100% attribute that to the Miracle Medal. Um, and there have been stories passed down like that forever. And after my grandfather took the medal off within a couple of weeks, he was diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer. And within a couple of months, he was dead. So anyway, it looks just like any other miracle medal. It has Mary on the front of it. Um, and it says, uh, around it in Latin, it says, Mary pray for us. And then at the bottom of it has the normal, uh, what normally is on the miracle medal. The weird part about this one, and I've seen others and actually got my son one, uh, when he got confirmed, but, um, it has 11 stars around it. Now, I don't know if you know what the 11, any of my grail lore folks, anybody who believes in any of the conspiracies concerning the Vatican would know 
what I'm talking about right now. Anyway, has 11 stars around it. Has a big cross in the middle and has two smaller crosses to each side. And then below it, it has two hearts with crowns above both of the hearts. Now, the 11 stars refers to the 11 knights that originally made up the Knights Templar. Uh, the Knights Templar, obviously, in charge of the Grail. Um, and actually, this actual metal has a lot of Grail lore to it. We had it uh, metallically uh, dated so that they took some of the rust off of it and they dated the rust. And the, the date on the rust actually brought it back to 70, 780 AD. Holy shit. Which dude. is just after Christ died. So well, you're talking almost 800 years after Christ or 800 died, but yeah. years after Christ died, but it would have been around the first crusade roughly and in about the first crusade is roughly what they told me. <laughs> and, uh, the metal itself, uh, dated to a, it's an iron ore, which is weird because they don't make any jewelry out of iron ore anymore. No. Uh, so it's very pliable. Actually, it's actually, you can bend it a little bit. It's got a little bend to it, but, um, and it's starting to rust away to the point where you can't even see the crosses anymore and the stars. You got to look at it at the right light. It's craziness. And I brought it to some dude and he, I, he was just, I wouldn't say it was my entrance into conspiracy theories. Cause I think I was already a conspiracy theorist at this point, Oh yeah, but it was a confirmation was confirmation of sorts. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I believed uh, my big one. I know, I know you guys love the energy thing going on. I, I get you. There's, we, we live on a great big ball of energy. Exactly. In case everybody wasn't aware. If you don't understand what the magnetic poles in this in this world are, then you'll never understand energy. But I've always been a grail guy. I love the grail. Anything about the grail. Anything you can talk about the stories of the holy grail. Uh, if I had the money, I probably would be a grail lore historian. I would be one of those dudes out there still looking for the grail, hoping to find Mary's body somewhere because I completely believe that it's a bloodline. I do not believe it's a fucking cup we all drank out of. No, that's all bullshit. I do not believe that the everlasting life that God gives us is that you'll live forever. I believe that it's entrusted in your kids. You have kids, you reproduce to have that everlasting because they're the ones that carry on that name. Mm -hmm. um, I don't believe any human will live forever. I do believe that the grail itself was Mary Magdalene and there's a ton of people. I mean, I know Dan Brown got most of it kind of right. He missed a big chunk of information that a lot of grail lore historians kind of lost their mind when Dan Brown wrote his book about um, the grail and what the grail is. Um, and I know there's a hundred, 180 fucking different conspiracies about it. But my big one has always been the Vatican because I believe the Vatican knows the real religion, everything, everything. they know <clears throat> they've been writing history and you guys even said it on the, uh, jackass with the, uh, uh, whatever the joint, what did you guys, call whatever it, it was really cool. on uh, the joint authority on conspiracies association. Jackass. That is the best name ever. <laughs> My God. Someone, someone came up with it. It was fucking awesome. That is a fucking great name. And that's all I can say. And it's funny, but it is a great name because honestly, you guys even brought it up. You said that, you know, the Vatican has been writing history forever. Mm -hmm. The Vatican rewrote the Bible for us with the Nicene Council. They threw out gospels that they said didn't apply because they made Jesus look human. I mean, that is a, is that not a psyop? Just asking. 
that that's probably that's like way, back, to ever. way to bring it back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's kind of the whole point of our that conversation we had was like anything from you know, like in your situation, in war, in uh, the media, in history, in religion, everything, it, it's all manipulated. And I think the most important thing you can take from that, though, is to find what's true to you. You know, like how you saw you said you walked on a bridge that day. V. Lynn said she went right into the statue and her mom, your mom says she took a boat. So. But you, that's the thing about it is like if you go back to something that uh, I don't know. Phelan was going to ask a question. I don't want to go off onto another thing, but um, no, by all means, I was just going to say like with, with quantum physics, if you take science for what it is, quantum physics says that I can be here and I can be on the other side of that room at the same time. Like every atom has multiple positions it can be in depending on the observer. So, Y'all should look in. It's called the double slit experiment. It's the best way to explain quantum physics. Basically, they were shooting particles through this at this steel plate with two slits in it, like two holes. And they just shot a bunch of uh, particles through this and had like a a background where the particles stuck. And depending on who, who measured it or what they measured it with, the particles, all of them went through. You know, one particle could have gone through the left hole, the right hole. It could have hit the plate or it could have gone through both holes. Like it mathematically and what they observed, it did all of those things depending on who was looking at it. And so, so that the, goes back to my question. That goes, I, I do have a question about because now I think I've heard of this before. Um, it's not the quantum tunnel experiment, is it? Is that the Maybe. is that the one? When you're talking about, is that the one where they, um, I'm trying to remember exactly what the specifics on it were, but they fired, a, a it was a proton, uh, some sort of proton beam at a piece of metal with two holes in it. Yeah. And somehow they ended up on the iron on the backside and two different sides. Yeah, exactly. Up. Yeah. Well, I, I, I often ask this question. I thought this was the most obvious question to ask. How do you know, not know? If you know that the protons ended up on this side against the metal here on either side, right? How are you not tracking which hole they went through? That was always my question. was like, we have a way to measure the protons on one side. We have a way to fire the protons at that side. But how do you not, how did you not measure which hole they went through? That was always a question I had because I, I think I heard that argument before and I asked the same question. I was like, well, wait a minute. How did you not know which hole they went through? I mean, we have no way of marking and tagging these things. As they're I mean, I can for- usually figure out which hole you're going into. So, <laughs> exactly. That's not really cool. because I'm small. <laughs> I'm tiny. Please, I'm like the stealth bomber, baby. I'm in and out, and nobody even knew I was there. Oh Come my on. god! Well, with and, 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 <laughs> well, I got two kids, you know. <laughs> hey, man. in work. More power to you. Uh, to answer your question. I think it was depending on who looked at at what point they observed it or who looked at it. I'd have to do some more research on it, but it was just a great explanation of quantum physics and the quantum realm. And you hear about that all the time, like supercomputers, you know, regular computers have a binary of like one or zero. And, and then um, with quantum computing, it can do one and like both, you know, it can answer both questions, you know, sides of it. And I mean, that's why we call it Alice. What? No. No. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Alice. That's why we call it Alice. Alice in Wonderland? No. 
Just Alice. Alice, the quantum is, Alice computer is the quantum is computer Alice. that they use. Oh. Yeah. Why is that? Because uh, she goes down the rabbit hole. Have you never seen Oh, the that's Walking what I said. Al- Al- Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Now. Alice, no, Al- no. Al- not from The Walking Dead. From the from the other movie that with um, we couldn't remember it the last time. Yeah, either. I know. What the fuck? Uh, the one where uh, she like kills she, all the zombies. She goes down in the hive. It's based on the video game. Um, uh, shit, it was an old video game from back in the day. Uh, the hive and the T cells. Yeah, T cell virus. Um, oh shit! I'm 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 not with you at all. But that's okay. Fuck. We're gonna find it. Uh, she's looking right now. But it's. Uh, they, it's funny because movies got actually something right. Like they called the, the they call it Project Alice. They called the computer Project Alice. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil. Okay. So they called it Project Alice. Uh, if they they couldn't be, they probably made the government shit their pants. Like who's been talking? Because Project Alice is an actual project, and I probably I shouldn't say that. I don't think it's declassified. I don't know if it's declassified or not yet, but Project Alice is the quantum computer that the government uses. Oh shit! And it is, yeah, the government's got one. It's Damn. one of those scary things, like when you realize, oh shit! It's and they actually call it Alice, and Alice actually is an acronym, it stands for something. And no, I have no fucking idea. It's <laughs> you like probably couldn't tell advanced us learning, intelligent no, computer it's like cyber experiment. Intelligent something 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 or other and i don't even fucking remember what it all means but it is ridiculous and it is a real thing and there's a lot of people that have hypothesized about it quantum computing and um i was like well i've actually seen that because they started talking about the ones and zeros and when they started talking about the ones and zeros i was like wait a minute i know a computer that does that and they were like somebody told me they were like no you don't i said no yeah i do i saw the government they were like where in a dumb I was like, it's in one of those places, you know, that I can't talk about, but I've seen it and it actually does what you're automatically computes both sides, the pluses, the negatives. It shows you, essentially, it will show you, I mean, it, it essentially can predict the future because it, can, well, it doesn't it, predict in, the future. It doesn't it predict protects, the future, but it predicts variables. Exactly. So it, can, it can figure out the most likely path or possibility down to you know, a, the, a nanosecond I mean, kind of a thing. Reasonableness. You throw all of that human. The only thing it does not predict is, and this is the one part that it always fails at is human nature because human nature is completely unpredictable. Yeah. Unpredictable. Humans will do whatever it takes to, and what it's realized and something that it like, there is a real, there, um, uh, Alice, Alice uh, is alive. Alice no, is intelligent. The, uh, it is an AI. It's an artificial intelligence. What was the thing, the movie that had the, uh, where every time they hooked it up, all it wanted to do it, war games. If you remember, oh, war it wanted games, to kill everyone. Um, Whopper, Whopper was essentially what we're talking about now. Anyway, when they developed Whopper, the one thing that Whopper could never ever get around or wrap its head around was the fact that no matter what it did, humankind was going to kill itself, no matter how it did it. So what it figured out was, well, if I just drop nukes on everybody. Everybody will be dead and humankind will live on in me. And that was Whopper's answer for it. And that's what Matthew Broderick and all those homos were running around during that movie trying to prove that yeah. Whopper's alive. That movie just came out game. before he was born, by Correct. the way. So, I know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> we could be your yeah, like, uh, I, know, you, I know some good old movies, but not that one. 
It's War good. Games. You should yeah, watch it. Movie. It is actually, it is a, good actually movie. a good movie. War Games. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. War Games. I'm trying to remember the chick's name in it too. She's pretty hot too, um, for back then at least. I mean, she's probably pretty, well, she had 80s hair, but she was cute. She's probably pretty near ugly now. But anyway, um, and Joshua was the ended up being the code word to get in the computer. Don't worry, the army didn't. Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. That's it. Yeah, she was pretty hot back then. But well, you fast forward to today. Um, that's why we've never ever plugged Alice into anything that could kill everyone because honestly, she might do it when she looks at everything and when she spits out a reasonable conclusion for what's there. Uh, her conclusion is mankind's going to kill itself. So if we ever plugged her into like any of our defense systems, it would be like Skynet, Skynet. would become aware, self aware, and then we're all dead. I know that and movie. Yeah. <laughs> So I knew you knew one of the big quantum computing <laughs> movies. I mean, I knew he knew one. Yes, absolutely. But if you look at that in energy, even if you redirect that in energy type well, situation, so he, even here's, the here's a question quantum on- computing and the quantum physics we were just talking about, that all applies because that's what it's basing all of its computing on mm-hmm. is yeah. electrostatic energy. So, Kyle, have you ever done any good drugs, like uh, any good hallucinogenics, mushrooms, acid, anything uh, like that? Yeah, when I was in, I mean, not a lot. You're not going to get in trouble. You don't have to be it. shy. Oh, no, it's okay. No, when I was in college, I did shrooms one time, but I didn't take a God's dose or anything. I just, uh, you know, had a good time. But, uh, Shit, you know, hey, I never did that. Double dip Jerry, Jerry Garcia's, buddy. Let me <laughs> that's, tell you that's before his time, too. <laughs> uh, a little Sid, that goes a long way. Babe, I think when we were um, dropping acid at Woodstock 99, um, oh, you weren't there. That was just me. But anyway, when I was doing a sheet of acid at Woodstock 99, he, he was two? Yeah, probably. Okay. So, hey, yeah, my, anyway. I mean, my my parents, I mean, I was literally, I was conceived uh, while my parents were tripping on mushrooms in a forest. So, like, I've just got that. Fantastic. Energy, you know what I mean? So, you are already connected. Fantastic. Exactly. So, when you, when you did your mushrooms, did you have good visuals? Uh, no, that's the only thing I just, I, I really, I went really like inside myself, you know, and I like analyzed everything. That that actually, that works too. So, um, Oh, but I felt you, what you're, I think I know where you're going and I, I felt that, you know what I mean? The, like the, the energy that connects us all that connects every living thing on the planet. hundred percent. Yeah. There is right. And, and we call it, you can call it the source or you can call it God makes a good Catholic. He calls it the Holy spirit. Um, but uh, that that energy that connects everything that that is God, right? By the way, she has been dying to say this to you all day. So, <laughs> just so you're aware, she's like your biggest fan. <laughs> so, like that is God. God is inside us. I am God. You are God. We are God together. Um, actually, have you ever read uh, "Stranger in a Strange Land" by Robert Heinlein? I actually can't read. So, okay. Well, then listen to the audiobook. It's pretty killer. Um, <laughs> Look, I, I'm pretty certain he's pulling your leg because you're like he's uh, a product of the public school education from the yeah, last no, one. No, I just I can't, probably I can't get into. I can't get in. You know, I just <laughs> don't dedicate enough time for it, honestly. But uh, yeah, I do like audiobooks, so I'll check it out. What's it called? Stranger in a Strange Land. Okay, is it a classic? Okay. It sounds like a classic. It is a classic. It's Robert Heinlein. It's it's even before my time, but it's a fantastic book. Wait a minute. How how is it? Okay, can I give you a hint? You can't read either. The only thing you read is James Patterson, so I don't want to hear from you. Hey, you sit over there, pipe the fuck down. <laughs> James right? Patterson is good. I, I've read a couple of his books. So, can I, I give you a hint? This is the cool thing, right? 
what I started out doing because I was like you, I couldn't sit down and read a book for that long. Mm-hmm. And then like, she turned me on to James Patterson. I like James Patterson because it's quick, you quick page and you're on to the next chapter. And you're like, you feel like you're accomplishing something. Right, you're right, right, you're right, like, right. yeah, finally I'm getting through a chapter instead of like you're 22 pages in, you haven't even come close to the end of the first chapter. And the first chapter is still another 72 pages away. And you're like, see, that's your problem is you mark your books by chapters. I'm like, oh, when am I going to get to the end of this chapter? I'm like, no, please. I don't want to get to the end of the book yet. Don't be the next chapter. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm like him. I think very linear. All right. I'm looking to the end. I have, have the start, the middle, and the end. Span. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Point being is if you start with a book that you like and you actually get that little part that like draws you in, right? Mm-hmm. And like once you get to that part. Yeah, but you have to find that with every book. And I have never been able to find that with every book because there are some books that, yeah, I can 100% just sit down and read cover to cover. And matter of fact, I won't even go to bed until I finish the book. I'm like, nope, I can't go to sleep right now because I got to know what happens. And then there are other books that I'm like, I'll, I'll read this in I'll 10 get, years. I'll get the page, first page, and I'll be like, <laughs> on the bed just snoring away. And she's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, I, that's just not a good book. Yeah, it's one but, of those things. I put it on audiobooks and I can listen to it for three hours because it'll burn those three hours that I'm driving to who knows where, wherever I'm going. Like, I, I don't know. I read like, I don't know, 22 books driving back and forth from Fort Bragg to Savannah. Yeah. I mean, I did it. I don't know how many times I, every, back and forth. every other weekend that you weren't deployed. And I, I read like, I read a, n- a ridiculous number of books. I mean, my audiobook thing, I was like a superstar. I had like, I had like the five gold rings and everything else. And they were like, <laughs> Keep buying books from us. I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying them, dickheads. I'm just getting the free shit. Fuck off. Watch <laughs> this. But seriously, that's like that's how I got into it. And then eventually, what happened was uh, all this shit started. And then you started podcasts. All of a sudden, I started reading everything. I mean, I was reading everything that I could fucking read. If I could read it, um, and it had something to do with what's going on, I was like, yep, I'm reading it. And today, I'm actually reading better. But that's just to help you with your reading part. But anyway, so I firmly believe, and actually this is this is kind of a crazy story on, on my part. So when I was about 15, I went to visit my aunt and uncle, or so I thought. Um, and my cousin was there, one of my two cousins, not the one you don't like, but her brother, okay? Um, anyway, so, uh, and I hadn't met him before, even though I was 15. And he and I went for a drive. And he told me this, that, that we're all connected, um, that, that energy that connects us is God, is the source. And if you can connect to that energy inside you, you can literally change the world. And if you can get enough people to connect and have that same goal, using your connection to the source, using your combined willpower and energy, you can literally change the world. You can change reality. You can change perception. Now, the crazy thing about that story is that just last year, I had to go to a funeral and I saw my aunt and uncle there and I was and I was telling them, I was like, man, you know, I, I remember when we came to visit you and I was like 15 and we came to your house and, you know, Heather wasn't there, but Sean was. And, and they were like, my mom and my dad and my aunt and my uncle looked at me like I had a dick growing out of my forehead. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We never went to their house, never went to visit them. And so I hit up my cousin, Sean, on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, do you remember this? And he was like, yes, of course. So he and I, but and I don't remember going there, and I don't remember coming back. And like I told you, I remember everything from the time I was five. 
I remember this car ride, this three hour conversation that he and I had like nothing else, but I don't remember anything else. And my parents have no recollection of us going and my aunt and uncle have no recollection of us going. So wow, just some craziness. But I knew what he told me was true. I knew it inside me. Like I could, I could feel it. Um, and I could feel the energy. I, I can feel the source. And I did a lot of acid. So I have a good connection to that now too. Um, so that's 20 years of unadulterated street drugs right there. I'm just telling you folks, unadulterated street drugs. And she did more acid than my life's more fucked up than my wife is. Anyway. But, um, that's why prayer works. I firmly believe that's why Mick's still alive because my sheer willpower will not let him die. Um, until she kills me. Until I kill him. But I think that's why genetic memory is a thing. Yeah. And genetic memory is a thing. You guys said it too. And I, that part I, I agree with. I uh, There's certain things about the human body that are still, I mean, the most out of everything in the universe right now that we've found, the most complex thing that we still haven't broke down is the human brain. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty much fair to say. People still don't understand how the human brain operates. We understand the parts. We understand the way it does things. We do not understand electrical synapses. We do not understand how the electric, the electrical synapse within our brain carries information from one point to the other. Or For instance, thank you. Uh, your short-term to long-term memory. How does that work? Nobody can answer that. But they can tell you when it's broke. Because, hi, my name is Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Mick does have some memory issues left over from his brain surgery. Ten seconds. But off. they fucked with his head a lot. So I was about to say they were taking pictures and shit with a Polaroid. I mean, that's it true. Doesn't Just get much to prove worse he than had that. a brain. <laughs> that's what I tell everybody. That's exactly what I tell everybody. Have you seen your brain? No. And guess what? I've seen mine, fucker. <laughs> I mean, oh. how many people can actually say they've seen their own brain? Oh. I have a Polaroid of my brain. I was like, yeah, that's my brain. Oh wow. Wow. But I mean, yeah, it just like with the electric synapses and things like that, like it's there's something going on in there that that we don't know or can't explain. Um, And then how do you explain consciousness? uh, And like V. Lynn was saying, like that source, like that, that connection that we all feel like, what is that? You know, what about dreams and and all these things? Like, I, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's crazy. Well, then I asked this question, right? Why can't you remember dreams? What are you talking about? I remember dreams. Some people can, man. No, some people can. Some people can't. There are certain dreams I've had, man, I was banging this really hot chick. And then like all of a sudden it was gone. My dick was limp again. I was like, what the fuck happened to that dream? I want that dream back. Why can't I remember it? I started snoring. (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) Because she snores like a fucking chainsaw. But actually the only, there's a couple dreams that I can't remember. And it's. I think because they were so traumatic that my brain refuses to remember them. And it's only the ones where I wake up crying. You've seen me wake up crying before, absolutely sobbing because of a dream. Yeah, but. And I don't normally cry. And those are the only dreams I can't remember. So I can't remember the ones that make my dick hurt. Well, yeah, you're damn right. (laughs) It is all my fault. It's always my fault. And I get hit with a pillow or smacked in the back of the head. Something stupid happens. But. Or, Or you scratch your arm on the cat's claws. I, I can't wake up from a dream that my dick's hard and keep my dick hard because I had like, I was like humping like Kathy Ireland's leg or something like that. And 
You're so old. Kathy Harlan's I know, like I know. Dead. I know. Is she? No, she's not. I don't know. I think she's a Republican, though. Yeah. Well, she looks really young, so she's probably well-stocked on adrenochrome. I'm not sure that she's a Republican. I don't know. But anyway, um, so my other theory on energy and why things are so fucked up now, and I really think it has to do with the children because children are so much more connected to the source and energy on just a natural basis than we ever know. Yeah. And so just to ask you a question, because I'm interested to know, uh, where do you stand on Q? Because I haven't heard you guys talk about it much. So I kind of wanted to get you guys take on (sighs) So I was never, and I know a lot of people are saying this now, I was never like full on gung ho. Um, I just looked at the information. I researched it. And because I was already into all of this kind of stuff before Q, I was actually late to the Q movement. Like I didn't catch on to like 2018. And I was like, so I would take this information and I would research it. I'm like, okay, that's true. Hillary's not in jail, even though he said he was, she was going to be. And so I would never was like, all about it. And then, but, but a lot of the information was real and it woke about a, lot a third of, of it. It woke a lot of people up. What got me what like really turned off from it was the guys who would like decode everything, but then like four different guys would like have four different decodes. And I was just like, okay. Um, but so we actually just talked about that today. Sorry to interrupt you, Kyle. I, I was telling Mick today. Cause um, I was saying that, you know, I think one of the reasons why, the Anons were so effective because when you research Q, when you research anything, you find the answer and then you stop, or most people do. They don't look for another answer. They don't look for a second answer. And I think one of the reasons that the Anons were so effective was because they did independent research and then shared it with each other. And I don't think one true answer invalidated another true answer. I think they were all true. I think Q's posts had multiple meanings on multiple levels. Right. Um, and no, I, I agree with that. Like we've been talking about this whole night, like there's, you got to examine all the possibilities. Um, and as far as, um, shit, where was I going with that? Um, all the possibilities the the, the drops and the information, like, yeah, a lot of the information was like solid fact. It woke a lot of people up. Um, Fuck, I was I had a profound Well, it sounds like you were doing exactly what I think Q intended people to do, which was to research and use discernment. So, um I think Q was a psyop in a way that we've discussed psyops in the military format. Yeah, um, here's what I was going to say. Um it a- after the fact, it clicked in my head. I was like, "Oh, this is a a, a great example of a CIA psychological operation like there's always a little bit of truth like enough to just get you in on it and then they discredit the whole thing you know what i mean whether it was all true or most of it was true or you know none of it was true there or some of it was true at the end of it they discredit all of it so then the general public or people who were like oh what was that they're like oh those are just you know crazy people you know then whether half of it was actually true information happening it's discredited all as bullshit you know what i mean yeah Absolutely. I think it's a two thirds to one third ratio in general. That's, yeah. that's pretty standard though. And I, I, I mean, you were saying you did, mil- you, you did, you know, research on military psyops and that's generally the formula as far as I've done research on the same. So. Yeah. So with Q, I mean, I, 
I don't give Q people shit. You know, I think all the people are like, you know, fuck all the Q tards out there, like who were in the movement before. Like, hey, man, it 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 did more than anything else did for the for the movement or for the the awakening. You know what I mean? Like it was all about information. Like you said, it pushed people to uh, do their own research. You know, Hollywood's dead. The mainstream media is all bullshit. And uh, people are aware of the what's happening to these kids. You know what I mean? And if that's all Q accomplished, I'm OK with that. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. People took their attention and their money and their time away from this bullshit that had encapsulated us for decades. And they finally started to step out of it. And it's the people who, who you least suspect. It was the, the conservatives. It was the uh, middle people, you know, people in the middle of the spectrum. And it it did way more. But at the end of the day, all it did was give the media a chance to discredit the entire everybody who voted for Trump, the entire um, anyone who's not on the left, basically, as psychopath terrorists. You know what I mean? So I, I have it. A bit of a different take on that. Uh, absolutely, I'm I'm happy to hear it, man. I'm not. Yeah. I look at it, no, no, and I'm not. I, I I listen to everything you said, and I gotta say, I I agree with. You're probably more clued into what yeah. his purpose was than a lot of the people that consider themselves original anons. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, my biggest issue is there's Q, and then there the anons. The anons are obviously way separate from Q. Q didn't go out there spout off. If you if you read anything that he wrote, uh, and this is my point, he didn't go off and like preach to people. He went out there, he dropped some information. You either listened or you didn't. And if you listened, and if you listened over a long enough period, you you picked up different parts, and you kind of figured there was some real shit and there was some bullshit. You had to pick through it to figure out what was real, what was bullshit. Yeah. Um, I think what Q's ultimate objective it was, as you both have just said, pretty much for the most part, is that you do your own research. It's not about somebody telling you what you can. I can tell you a hundred different things that are hundred percent true. You're going to listen to a hundred different things that I say, and you're going to say, "Yeah, it's absolutely true." The only reason you're listening to it is because you and I have had this conversation. However, if you and I had never had this conversation, would you believe everything I told you right off the bat is true? You probably throw a little bit and go, nah, I don't know about that. That's a little bit of a stretch. However, if I stretch it out over X number of days, over X number of years, after, you know, over X number of time, and you start seeing things come true. Do you take more stock in what you see? Do you take, you know, and that's kind of what he did. Um, I completely believe he's a military guy. Uh, just by the way, he talks mannerisms, things he said. Um, there's a lot of military lingo thrown in there. There were the dates that everybody was like, oh, well, this Q date me. I was like, yeah, not really. Actually, if you look at a Julian counter calendar and you actually apply that against that, that's actually not the date. This is the date. And then all of a sudden the shit started happening on the Julian dates. And they were like, wait a minute, how did you know that? And I was like, uh, it's really simple. We actually get taught this shit when we go through basic training and all this other crap in the military. It's really gay, but whatever. It's a Julian date. That's what it is. Oh, wow. Um, it's a numerical date given to every day of every year. And you can plan that shit out 30 years and, you know, forward because it all cycles around. Anyway, the, um, the big thing I think that Q, I mean, 
this is just my take, of course, opinion and opinion. It's all about the kids. Opinions like assholes. Everybody, Q, Q is all about the kids. Q is all about saving the kids. Everybody's got one. They all stink. Um, my opinion is this. He, he was, I think that was his primary focus. I think his secondary focus was the election. Um, and I think that's why we haven't heard from him. Think about it. We haven't heard a thing since December 8th. His last post was December 8th. Uh, he dropped it and that was it. And he was out. Uh, if anything, that adds more validity to everything else he was saying before that, because he kind of told us that like, look, if this doesn't pan out, I'm done. I'm gone. You're never going to hear from me again. And we haven't. And the fact that the left is so spun around who Q is and all, all of the bullshit we've just seen in the, all the last documentaries that you see on NBC and shit like that about Q on HBO about how it's Ron white and, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know him. Steve uh, Bannon, Roger Stone. They pulled all kinds of people out of there. No, who was the guy? Uh, uh, Code Monkey Code Z. Code Monkey Z. Yep. Oh. I mean, all, all of those guys. And man, I mean, those guys. Ron Watkins. Yeah, Ron Watkins. Yeah. They they done fucked those two up and they're like labeled now, but I mean, I got to tell Ron, them Ron this. Ron Watkins is Code Monkey Z, by the way. They really didn't do anything to avoid that whole, I'm not Q. No, they threw themselves in the limelight. They really did. It was their 15 minutes of fame and and their good old patriots. And, and Amy, bitch. Yeah. But hey, it's all good. Um, we call but, them the grifters. Yeah. Is that, is that what the technical definition or term? Uh, I mean, I'm not grifter? sure. You, you, you lean into something and you say what people want to hear in order to make money. You know, that's a grifter. I wasn't sure because everybody's used that term. And I'm like, what is a grifter? Because like. What I think a grifter is, is probably 1950s grifter, which nobody thinks a grifter is anymore. I'm pretty <laughs> no. sure. A grifter is a scam artist looking out for you, looking to take your money. Yeah, that's... We're feeding you a line of bullshit and looking to take your money. Basically what the that's, 50s that's grifter pretty is. pretty much exactly. the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. But going back to energy and the kids and, and why we brought Q up. So when I said it's all about the kids and, and it's the kids' energy, because kids are so much more connected to the source. Um, and that connection goes both ways. So I think the literal millions of children that have been tortured, raped, and killed in the past 20 years has significantly negatively affected the energy that connects us all. Yeah. I think that's why there's, I think that's part of the reason why there's been such a high rate of depression and suicide. It's, it's because we are all in some way feeling the pain that those children have been going through. Yeah. And that goes back to like, you know, Lush, uh, which I think was originally connected with like the archons and all that stuff. But to stay on like a, a top, th this topic, like um, I recently had a guest on, on my show, uh, frantic Missy. Um, you guys should check that one out. If you haven't, she goes deep into this stuff and it's, it's a heavy topic. Um, it, she talks about satanic ritual abuse, um, how basically like you said, the children are so much closer to this veil um, of that, that source, God, whatever you want to call it. The veil is much thinner for them. Kids see things that adults are like, that's your imaginary friend. That's, you know, nothing. Um, or the kids will be talking to like their dead grandparents or something. And the mom, you know, what the, f they're, they're just, they don't, you know what I mean? That happens with kids. So these elites, these ritual abusers, whatever you want to call them, um, 
their their friends as miss as this guest i had on missy as she explained um their friends are these dark forces these demons these entities and all they want to do is bring their friends to the party here on earth you know and what better way than through a a soulless body you know she said these entities want to be like us because we are made in the image of god and if these dark forces want to because angels if you from the bible angels and demons they can't create only god can create correct and he god and this is missy's words but you know we were made in god's image that's why we can create here on earth we can build things we can make things we can make children um you know through god's power exactly and these entities is even though they're on another realm and that we consider them more powerful they want to be like us and so what better way through than through a, a empty vessel and that's why these children are are tortured abused or whatever you want to whatever happens to them their soul will eventually leave their body leaving it so like literally okay it, literally in a just to tell you this is this is it's funny that you brought that up because i i like instantly thought of this and uh, I was at a buddy of mine's house and I was, uh, I, fuck, I was, this is a long time ago. This is probably like after I first joined the military. Probably a good 25 years ago. No. Well, yeah. Now, yeah, now yeah, it's been yeah. 20. Fuck you. I'm that old. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, so like I was at a buddy of mine's house and we were, uh, his wife had just given birth and he already had a kid. And his kid was like four or five years old. His oldest son was four or five years old. And their new baby was like literally months old. We were over at the house celebrating, having a good time, getting drunk. And uh, they had the baby monitor set up. And uh, we're all hammered outside. Um, We didn't really think we were hearing what we were hearing. And like the older son walks into the baby's room. And we're all kind of like, what the fuck? We hear the door open up and everything. We're like, what the fuck was that? And everybody's like really tuned to it because he's got a new baby. Everybody, you know, I don't care who you are. Everybody pays attention. Even if you're a single guy and I was a single guy at the time, you still pay attention to that shit because there's a baby in the room. Mm-hmm. You, you know to listen. You're like, even if you're drunk, you'd like know to listen to the baby monitor. If you hear the baby monitor and something happens. So the older son is standing in front of the crib and you hear him say to the baby and he's like, Oh, you're so pretty, blah, 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 this other stuff. And then all of a sudden he says, uh, do you remember what God looks like? Cause I don't. And like that silenced the whole fucking room. Like all of us just stopped and like stared at each other. We're like, what the fuck did he just say? And it was really fucking weird to think that this five-year-old went into the new baby and said, do you remember what God looks like? Cause I don't. And we were like, <laughs> I mean, we, we, I mean, talk about minds blown. We didn't even know what to fucking say to each other at that point. We we're all like looking at each other going, uh, okay. <laughs> and like, wow. You know, I got goosebumps hearing that man. Yeah. You got all these big badasses sitting around like drinking beer and shit. And then all of a sudden that happens and it's like, it silences the whole room for like the rest of the, that was it. It killed the party. Time to like go we home. Were done. Yeah. Yep. We were done at that point. We're like, yep, fuck that. We're out. That's just some weird shit. All right, Kyle. So something you said there about what your, what was the, what was the, uh, what was her girl's name? Uh, Frantic Missy. I'll, uh, she would love to, I mean, she has so much information. She'd love to talk to you guys sometime, but. Oh, hell yeah. Anyway, um, that just completely threw me down a, a rabbit hole and connected some dots for me because, 
going back to energy and the, the connection to the source, I I personally believe, and I've had a couple different puzzle pieces fall in place for me over the last couple months. So um, if you break down what DNA and RNA means, so DNA is dionucleic acid, right? Mm-hmm. Which literally translates to the fire of God. Okay. That's in Latin. Of in course. Latin. And then RNA is rhinonucleic acid, which. No, no. No. Ribo. Ribo. Ribo All right. Sorry. Ribonucleic acid, which translates roughly to the communication with God or the messenger of God. No, the messenger of God. The messenger of God. If you if you if you convert it to Latin and then from that translate to English means the messenger of God. Okay. So if your DNA is the fire of God inside you. And your RNA is how you talk to God. And the COVID vaccine is literally destroying your RNA and replacing it. That's it right there. <laughs> he's got his hands up. Oh my he's God. got his hands up uh, in the air. He's he just his mind's blown. Yeah. Mind's blown. I he- think that the COVID vaccine is deliberately trying to break our connection to the source. And what you said that she said about these, well, I think honestly, I think. Demons and aliens and whatever. I think they're all the same. I think they're all interdimensional creatures, personally. That's exactly um, what she talks about. And <laughs> and you actually boiled that down in your first bit when you brought up the whole, uh, was it fourth dimensional travel? The uh, You said it earlier. We were talking about it because we were Archons. talking. Uh, no, no. We were talking about how the protons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like time yeah. is a dimension. Exactly. Yeah. Fourth- uh, yes. Fourth dimension. And she breaks this all like so, quantum you travel. Guys quantum need to listen to that episode with her. It's uh, it, we just did it a couple of days ago. I mean, she talks about how it's an not just a spiritual warfare; it's an interdimensional warfare. God is outside of all dimensions, and yet we are, you know, in this dimension. And then there's these entities above. I mean, it's fucking nuts. And she breaks it down so great. You guys should check that out. But go ahead with your. I definitely will. But when you said that these. Or when she said that these entities are are trying to, or that the reason they're torturing children is because these entities want to inhabit essentially a soulless body. I think maybe that's why uh, they're pushing the COVID vax out so much. Because if they break our connection to God, quite literally at a genetic level, wouldn't that essentially yeah destroy our soul? Have you have you heard of the? And uh, then we're open to be inhabited it's like fucking invasion of the body snatchers yeah have you heard of the vmat2 gene yes i know in, all in about the the VMAT2 gene. yeah yep. um oh yeah i've seen that video i i know all about it yes yeah um i think what like you said you just had this moment just a minute ago i think that's that's what it's all about it's yep and that's why you have did to- you uh, did you listen to the podcast with uh dr ott um yeah and, Drew Ott. and sam tripoli Yep. Yeah. Uh, that fucking that set. And I had heard of, at the beginning of all this, I had heard about the VMAT too. I saw the Bill Gates video breaking down the, the, it with the CIA, but when mm-hmm. that guy came on and gave us that, ex- I mean, that was, I was like, Oh, this is what, this is it. That's what the whole point is. Cause at, at any time in, you know, when people get into conspiracies, it always leads to spirituality. You know, it always leads to these bigger pictures about energy, God, the creator, the source, 
you know, you can talk about like just our conversation tonight. We talked about the Oscars and then uh, Hollywood and then 9-11 and then the Rosicrucians and the Holy Grail. And we come back to energy, you know what I mean? And and God and our connection with with all of that. I, and I think that's what what it's all about. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. He couldn't be more on. I mean, yeah. he's, he, he switched up. Hey, listen, for all my listeners out there that are listening to us right now. This is a very this is a, different kind of podcast for us, but this is very a, different. Because this is our truth, to be honest. 90% do, we do the news. Uh, we do a lot of news. Hey, and I'd love to you know come on another time and talk all that stuff too, because I have a, just as good a time doing that stuff. But um, you know, and I, oh, man, we, we get yelled at, we get in trouble, dude. See, we do that all the time though. This was a, this was a fun break. This, oh, yeah. Pleasure. This is like, we're trying to, we're trying to yeah. take a step back and, and relax a little. And bit. Hey, y'all have to come on our show sometimes so that I can p- pick your brain a little bit, you know, definitely. Oh, I got uh, some questions uh, that you yeah. might not be able to answer, but I'm going to ask him. <laughs> I know if he can't answer, he'll, he'll either, um, I'll look at her and I'll tell her to do it. He'll skirt the situation in such a way that you won't even realize that he didn't answer your question or he'll just tell you he can't answer that. Hey, I'm okay with that. But yeah, I well, we got to get puds. I got to see puds. I, I, I have a, I had a thought of what you looked like, and I got to be honest with you, you don't even match up to what I thought you looked. Yeah, like. okay. I just got these new pedo glasses tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. in the mail. But <laughs> I wasn't going to say your aviators gave you away, but they're real glasses. I actually need them to see. Uh, but they just get, I mean, they're my nights. I was like, oh, I'm going to wear these at night. You know, I'll just get the old school '70s uh, horn rimmed pedo stat glasses. And I was like, you know. Uh, He's got it going, folks. But I think I, I think it, I can rock it, you know. I, no, I, you do. Your goatee gives it away, and I, I would actually put the porn music behind it. Oh my god, with the freaking porn music! I hear that shit uh, in my sleep. And hey, Mick, I'm doing that say, when I'm sleeping. Mick, I just want to say, like, you got a real Woody Harrelson vibe. I don't know if you ever oh my heard god. that before. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, because you've heard that. It's another one, dude. I had a full blown beard. Okay, so get this. I had. uh I was in the middle of Afghanistan and I had to, this, this one civilian contractor. I had to send him um, beard dye because his beard was really nice tiger. Yeah, it came tiger in tiger striped. <laughs> came in tiger striped. So like I had like gray stripes that went all the way across my beard because I was so I'm so fucking old it came in uber gray. But anyway, um, I had this dude approach me in the chow hall and he goes, "You know, has anybody ever told you before that you look like Woody Harrelson?" <laughs> and I was like. I was like, dude, I have a beard. Woody Harrelson has never had a fucking beard. <laughs> and he's like, I know, but even through the beard, we can see Woody Harrelson. Are you like related? I was like, no, I'm not fucking related. What the f- Honestly, I'm like going to be honest with you. As soon as we got on camera <laughs> and while we were listening to the intro song, I wrote down Woody Harrelson vibes. Like that's just the first thing I took on my notes. I was like, this guy looks like Woody Harrelson. So anyway, I saved it for last though. Cause I knew we had a lot to talk about. So uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Actually, yeah. we really didn't have a lot to talk about, but we but found we, a lot to talk about. A lot I mean, to talk about. it's not that I mean, hard. holy shit. We covered a lot of shit in an hour and 37 minutes. So I'm actually pretty impressed. Um, and I got to say our, our outro song fits just as well with this conversation, especially considering the COVID vaccine that we ended with here as it does with our normal political conversations, because just recently someone pointed out to me and they posted the lyrics to the song. We're not going to take it, which of course that was the very last thing that Q posted, which is kind of why we picked it up and ran with it. Um, he posted a link to a video with that song on December 8th in case our listeners aren't aware that video is gone, but you can hear our song. Um, YouTube took it down after 1.5 million views, those dicks. Anyway, 
but if you read the lyrics to We're Not Gonna Take It, and there have been like old people dancing in nursing homes that are like, we're not going to take it, refusing the vaccine. <laughs> and that that is like the theme song now for refusing the vaccine is we're not going to take it. So it works I on love- multiple levels. I love it. That's great. So, that being said. But uh, anyway, well, appreciate having you on tonight, Kyle. Um, hope next time we get uh, your partner in crime there. Yeah, we'll um, have you guys come on ours and um, we'll have a good time. So. Next time. Say hi. Um, well, and the guys, thank you for having me on. I've never really been hosted on another show like this uh, by myself without Puds. Janet hosted us, but um, this was a lot of fun. It was cool to meet you guys and uh, shoot shoot the shit a little bit. So thank you. Well, that's what we try to do with everybody when you bring them on. So last question of the night, Kyle, are you going to take it? Oh, um, I'm here's the proper response you give. I'm, I'm going to wait till the more, more vulnerable people get it. You know, I don't want to, uh, you know, take their spot in line. So I'm just going to wait. Dude, well, I've played that today. I'm like, I've already had COVID. So I, I don't feel the need to, you know, I, I can, I can wait. Just it's so okay. No, actually lose- my answer is, no, if you lost your fucking mind, I'll quit my job first. Exactly. So before it's people Uber. lose their skulls, you just got to be like, you got to give them the answer that they would be like, oh, that's really great of you. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to wait till like, you know, my grandma and grandma, grandpa get it first and all the vulnerable people. I'm young and healthy, like, you know, and they like, I, I oh, do have great. one more question. Where, where do you work? Um, I actually work. I work at a at a uh, university. Um, Ooh, I work in a state institution. People. I work at a state institution. So, um, it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little different, but it's also the state of Texas. So, you know, no, you guys can fucking carry a gun anywhere. I mean, Jesus exactly. Christ. So it's, okay. I always refer people back to like the first, like dude that tried to rob the McDonald's in Texas. And he was shot like 90 something times yeah. by all the old people that were sitting in there drinking their coffee at and food. six o'clock in the morning, at six o'clock in the morning. It's like, wow, you're a dumbass, dude. Yeah. How the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. And actually Robin I live, I found out my, 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 I took my uh, license to carry class this weekend. And I found out the, the area I live in um, has the highest uh, per capita license to carry holders in the state of Texas. So and I bet you have the lowest number of shootings, don't you? Uh, it's not bad. I mean, when I hear shots all the time, but it's dudes on their farm just fucking shooting the. No, shit. no, I mean like mass shootings, killing. Oh you know, no, not here. No, fucking stupid. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. Because it. it doesn't happen. It in doesn't the happen. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah. Well, yeah, guys. Thank you guys for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, great to meet you, Kyle. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, for everybody else, where can they find you? Um, you can catch us at the Big Dumb Podcast, Big Dumb Pod on uh, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, check us out. Um, I'll give, I'll shoot you guys my our link tree with all our links in it, so you guys can put it in the description. Um, yeah, just click that. Check us out. Um, I try to go pretty hard on Twitter, um, and and I'm on trying to also trying to get people to join these other platforms like Float. Uh, and mines and things like that just to kind of get away from the censorship so um just check our link our link tree i'll send it to you guys and um, check out our show leave a review if you like it and if you don't like it tell me so <laughs> yeah don't leave a review if you don't like it because we, we've had a few of those and we like to make fun of them actually we get in bigger trouble with it. bad review i don't care i just i like the it helps the algorithm boost me up the charts the more reviews you get yeah. so yeah, and we we've had the uh, we've had the bad reviews, and we make fun of the people when they leave bad reviews. Oh, it makes them great content. Like, they didn't like the fact that I used the word retard as much as I did, and so now I try to use it as many times as I they can. They can't take that word that. away from us, man. I grew up saying. They, no, they, they also said he he's big on mansplaining, and I had to look up and read him the definition of mansplaining. I didn't know what mansplaining <laughs> was. 
which he then in turn mansplained for like the next three episodes. <laughs> I tried to mansplain now all the time. I'm big on mansplaining. But you're going to have that on those big jobs. But either way, you can find us obviously at uh, mickvlynn at gmail.com if you want to leave uh, or shoot us a question. Uh, we have our uh, Telegram. Telegram. The Patriot Party. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll text you guys after the show about about Telegram. I'm not on that yet, so I'll text you guys after this. Yeah, tel- Telegrams are primary social media yeah, right now. Although I, I have, I don't have dick in the yeah. way of social media because after January sixth, I pretty much got shit canned from everything because I was a dumbass and went on Facebook and Twitter and some other places that I wasn't supposed to go on while I was in DC because I didn't realize they were tracking my v- or my. Uh, your phone yeah, my without phone, a VPN my, on it. Yeah, I didn't have a VPN, so all I had was my original whatever. Yeah. Anyway, they can't find my shit. Well, now they can, but they deleted all my shit, so I got fucked. But whatever. Whatever. It happens. Um, I'm also on Twitter trying to rebuild my following yet again. So um, I'm at VLinQ on Twitter, so people can find me there. And uh, on Telegram, and of course, we post links in the description as well. So that's it. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm good. I'm not going to take it. Yeah, I got to piss like a mofo, so. <laughs> he ain't taking it. Yeah. She I, ain't taking Nick's it. Nick's been farting up a storm, so Fuck I'm, yeah. I'm quite the, ready to get out of this room. <laughs> play the song and I'll, I'll, I'll come back. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>